You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Dunce. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a 5-star review. Take the Antidote. sure y'all take the pill red or blue you know what i'm talking about i got my yeah. boy here with and you already know who it is this is poly dubs he's like the blackest white dude i've ever met in my life <laughs> <laughs> the antidote podcast we have is episode 30 we got a new sponsor it's called go, go fund yourself <laughs> don't ask me for anything so can get your own shit go fund yourself dude. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got nothing for you <laughs> for real that's what yeah. females do nowadays. They just go fund me and shit. Or they put up a, uh, <laughs> they'd be like, here's my cash app. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Here's my cash app. <laughs> I'll give you my cash app. If you guys want to donate to the antidote cash app, don't, cu- don't come at us with less than six figures. 
<laughs> Real tough. <laughs> Go cut that check. It better be like six figures. Because we ain't coming for nothing short. When somebody do try to buy us, y'all going to be hating because at the end of the day, this is some good shit. We about to put y'all up on all the game, all the new music. Um, we know this is what our listeners like. So here we go with all this music shit, man. And uh, y'all been y'all been just waiting for this one because we got hella albums to talk about, like hella. We just listed all of them out before we even started this shit. And there are so many that y'all got to go get because there's just really good music out right now. That's all it comes down to. Yeah. And I was reading earlier, it said 40,000 songs get uploaded every day to Spotify. Yeah, man. That's so. astronomical fucking numbers. And I would swear, probably like 49,000 of them are whack. <laughs> or, or like 39,000, let's say, 39, or even 39,500, or probably even 39,900. That's probably how whack it is. And so out of those, there's probably 100 fire ass songs in there. Bro, but that's every day. Every day. That's ridiculous. So there's 100 fire songs coming out every day. Yeah, and that's even on the top end, but still, that doesn't matter. Um, with all the genres of music out there, that's crazy, Doug. And I know that we've, in this last month, we've literally landed on so much hot shit. Like, um, we're, we're, we're really excited to talk to y'all about this one. For sure, for sure. Uh, let's start off with, um, I guess, one of my favorite female vocal projects so far of the year. We've been talking a lot about male vocalists in terms of uh, R&B and stuff, but... Jamila Woods album Legacy Legacy I love this album yes it's definitely a fire ass album Legacy Legacy uh from Jamila Woods I remember the first time I heard Jamila Woods was on a project with uh Ninth Wonder I can't remember exactly which one it was but um it, it was some a while back I think it was the one where right right after the David Banner album that him and uh David Banner did together um I think it was like right after that and okay. uh uh, can't remember his 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 solo project that he dropped that year, but it was ridiculous, and she was on there, and that was probably like uh, I don't know, 2015. Now it's probably when I first heard of that. Um, so yeah, now Jamila Woods, you know, at least from my standpoint, uh, man, I, I love just the the pro blackness, pro feminism in this in this album. Uh, definitely something that. Uh, everybody should be able to feel as far as not only for women of color, but just women in general. And I like the woman empowerment in there. I just really think it's a powerful album, uh, really soulful, really soulful and uh, great production too, man. All the producer on that shit uh, went really hard. <laughs> yeah. And she goes through all different kinds of genres. Yeah. She's singing over on this. Uh, there's rock songs. There's, you know, R and B songs. There's trap beats on here. A little bit of everything. And uh, every track she named after a famous black artist. Right. Which is dope. Really and, dope. Yeah. And uh, Jamila Woods, she's from Chicago. First time I heard her was on Sunday Candy with Chance the Rapper off of the Surf Project. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so she's on that track. And she's just really dope. She's an activist. I think she runs a, like a, a poetry school or something like that in Chicago. Um. So great, amazing voice. Definitely one of my favorite, like I said, female vocalist albums of the year so far. Legacy, Legacy from Jamila Woods. Um, so we've had Giovanni actually, we kind of talked about this project a little bit a couple of weeks ago as our track of the week. 
Yep. We had Giovanni as track of the week. And that's actually, that was like one of my favorites at the time, but I still think my favorite track on there is the same one that me and you both landed on, Polly. Um, uh, Eartha. Eartha. Oh, yeah. Eartha was your favorite. Now, what was the other one? Um, Basquiat with Saba. Basquiat was good, Basquiat was good too. that was actually a really good track because of course when Sabo gets a feature on there um no damn it um just blanked my mind I had it in my now I gotta go Miles oh man I'm fucking up Frida I had it in my head no Frida no no there's a house remix a Betty on there there's a little bit of everything yeah the house remix of Betty that was probably my favorite favorite one okay oh Baldwin Doug Baldwin, okay. Baldwin, that was my track. Shit. All right, yeah, Baldwin. Baldwin was like actually probably my low-key favorite track on that whole album, man. Uh, really, really dope project, though. Really, really just solid from top to bottom. Um, there was a lot, you know, she had the track Muddy. Muddy was really, like, euphoric, and it had, mm. that, had that, like, that trappy vibe into it, and it was so dope because it made it sound muddy. Like, that's how I liked it. It sounded like I was, like, sipping on some leaner shit and uh, kind of floating kind of type of shit. Um yeah, 80% of the production 80% of the production is done by Slot A. Yeah, Slot DJ, A. DJ and and the primary producer on this I think there's 13 tracks. I think Slot A produced at least 9 of them. Right. And man, I was so pissed cuz he just came. He was just mm-hmm. here in Denver the other week, like 2 weeks ago, man. Yeah, like, right after the project dropped, I think. Yeah, right after, pretty much right after he was right out here. And I was mad as shit cuz I didn't even see it and I was like, "Damn, this dude is cold." go to shit i man i really enjoyed that project so yeah check out jamila woods legacy legacy um really really good just i I love that she also just loved all of her african-american icons and you know you talking from muddy waters eartha kit that's where eartha came from uh giovanni uh frida Kahlo, of course saying frida um you know, Basquiat, obviously, you know, everybody knows who Basquiat is. Sun Ra. Right. Sun Ra is one of the best uh, African jazz groups of all time, as well as the artist himself. And, you know, just, just nuts, man. Go check out that project. Um, she, she, she got a, a Betty and a Miles, bro. Yeah, Miles, of course, man. Top to bottom is really dope. Chicago bringing in more heat, of course. Uh, Chicago is definitely one of the, the better music cities in the world right now. Uh, me and Polly was actually talking about that the other day. Um, and it was like, damn, you know, you put LA and Chicago definitely up there. <laughs> yeah. So let's go from Chicago to LA. Yes, sir. Tyler, the creator came out with Igor. This is going to be the number one album probably of the month. Uh, it was definitely the, the number one of, from last week for sure. Yeah. So uh, one of the biggest one first week releases of the year across all music so far, the album's called Igor. Uh controversial opinion i don't really like tyler the creator um agreed i'm I, not a fan i agree ahead <laughs> i can appreciate though what he's done yes. the people that he's helped come up um he's definitely a great musical mind and i think on this project is actually where it all kind of clicks and right. actually i'm a big fan of this project i really love this album uh which is surprising because i usually would just give Tyler albums like a one listen and be like, eh, okay, I can kind of get it, but I don't get it. But this album, I just love. Um, his nerd influence shows more than ever. All tracks uh, produced, arranged by Tyler, the creator. So even more props to him on the running the production end, but top to bottom, this is a great album. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you've listened to the album, you can definitely hear the NERD uh, influence huge on this one. Um, but damn, him making the beats and everything just makes it that much better. <laughs> and he yeah. arranged it and everything else. It's like, yo, this dude was definitely on on some next level shit. And I think he really showed his, not only his intelligence, but his music maturity. Like, I a thousand percent agree with you. Tyler Creator usually get on my nerves. Um, <laughs> to me, he wasn't, you know, prior to this album, honestly, I thought uh, Domo Genesis was the best rapper in all of Odd Future. And nobody gave him that credit because Domo's projects are all been fired. I haven't been let down by one. But every time I listen to Tyler Creator, it was just too weird for me. It was just too out there for me. Um, you know, he kind of just reminds me of the black emo kid. Um, everybody has their thing. So a lot of people will probably hate us for that, but I give a shit. It's just not in my in my lane. And I wasn't fucking with Tyler Creator. But this, this, this here reminded me of when I finally switched over to of Mac Miller being so <laughs> I used to be a very big of a not necessarily a hater but I definitely was not a fan of Mac Miller to begin with um and then there was just a point where his albums to me grew and rest in peace Mac um because then then I became one of the biggest fans ever <laughs> yeah. um because I've actually seen him perform you know from Blue Slide Park when I watched him actually perform Blue Slide Park to when he dropped uh movies when he dropped the movies joint that's when I felt like it switched for him and it turned on for him and everything after that from divine feminine, uh, feminine to uh, good AM um, and swimming in swimming. Yeah. Right up to swimming. Of course. Uh, that's where I felt like he grew into that progression. And I feel like that's now where Tyler, the creator is at. I hope that he continues on the same path that he's on with this music right now. Cause right now he's changing the game. Um, you know, even with the influence of NERD, that's what they always did. Pharrell and, and Chad Hugo always pushed the, the envelope. And that's exactly what I think he did with this one. And it, it was very clean. He arranged all the lyrics. He did everything. I even saw one of his tweets today where he said he didn't have a shaker. And you hear a lot of like almost shaker sounds. And that's just really him using his mouth because he didn't know where his shaker was. So he just ended up keeping it because it sounded good. Like, <laughs> that's fucking dope. Like, that's the type yeah. of shit that I want to see from him, though because I know he's on that level having grown up in that same circle that was raised by like the sun, not on them sun, excuse me, Sarah and Thundercat in the internet, you know, Sid being one of his best friends and shit like that. I would expect him to put out something like this. I would, I would at least not expect, but I would hope that you put out something like this because everybody he hangs out with put up shit like that. So now that I'm like, damn, okay, he's on that level. So I think he's definitely stepped into another realm. Um, and it definitely shows by his number one sale this week. And uh, I'm definitely impressed by the album. I've listened to it at least uh, five to six times all the way through. And I'm very impressed with the project. Yeah, me too. Definitely uh, will be a top level project at the end of the year for me. Just Absolutely. a lot of work. It's really intricate. It's kind of deep messing around with a lot of pitches he doesn't rap on most of the album. He's kind of yeah. sing, singing on most of it. Uh, Solange is up and down on it, doing backup vocals along with Santi Gold. Um, just a, definitely a great project and uh, definitely great and excited to see where Tyler, the creator, goes from here. Yeah, real talk. And I mean, you show me the, uh, the credits on this shit. And I mean, it's, it's massive. <laughs> I mean, as far as like who he's grabbing for like backgrounds and everything else, um, I mean he he's definitely using 
uh, the best of his abilities to to bring out the best in him um, from Igor's theme using little Uzi Vert vocals. And yeah. then, like you said, jumping in and getting some Solange vocals. And Kanye. Yeah, Kanye's even sprinkled on there. Uh, man, and if you just look like at, at all of the shit that you see on there, CeeLo, he's got CeeLo on there. Uh, Ellie Jackson. Right. <laughs> Frank Ocean, obviously. Yeah, Frank Ocean, of of, of course. Uh, whoever this Jesse Williams person is all over this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Wilson, whoever this is, is all over this shit. Um, Charlie Wilson is on this shit. Maybe that's his son or daughter or something because it says Charlie Wilson. Okay. My name is Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> that's really dope though man like when you look at all that look at how many people he's got on the on the backgrounds and shit like that i mean that's really dope just like yeah, and it's gold is on everything too um nuts the that's songs kind of like weave in and out there's a lot of beat switches uh, tempo yes. switches. Um, the beat switches is crazy he kills that shit yeah um, his drumming is excellent on this yes yeah, Good really, job, really, yeah, for real. <laughs> Great job for fucking growing up, kid. Because <laughs> I was very concerned about whether or not, um, you know, he was going to be able to do this. And uh, yes, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> um, I'm very impressed with the project. Very, very impressed. I'm very happy with it. Igor, Tyler, the creator. If you haven't heard about it, listen to it. We're going to do our tracks of the week, man. We actually got two track of the weeks for y'all this, this week. <laughs> All um, these weeks we couldn't decide on one. So this week we couldn't even decide on two. So we went two. Yeah, we just went two. We really could have did more, but I mean, we can't be that greedy, I guess. I mean, y'all gonna have to just listen for yourselves and find some shit. But these two were definitely some of the hottest tracks that, um, that we're both filling. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited about both tracks. So the first track we want to start with, um, is coming from again the Tyler Creator. We just went about went over all these albums and shit. Out of Tyler Tyler Creator's album, um, it's not the one everybody thinks. They're probably gonna think that it's the main single, of course, Earth, Earthquake, which is a really dope track as well. But actually, my my favorite track on the whole album, uh, Polly seems to agree, is definitely a Boy Is a Gun. And yeah, that's, that's my favorite track. Yeah, Boy It Is a Gun. My favorite track on the album too. Uh, comes towards the end of the album and I think kind of showcases the energy of the album. He's kind of spazzing, going all out on this one. And uh, here it is, the track of the week, volume A, A Boy is a Gun by Tyler, the Creator. Show them no respect. 
Cause this Parker is calm You're my favorite garçon Don't leave, stay right here Yeah, I want you right near You invited me to breakfast Why the fuck your ex here? Well, let's see if you round the God Around this time next year project or uh, i don't know if it's a debut album or if it's called a mixtape i don't know what the difference is anymore anyway <laughs> right from um from up and comer up and coming singer slash rapper from la duckworth uh, it's called the falling man yeah man uh talking about you know different spectrums um that dude made so much different dope ass music in this shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this one is is kind of Ben's genres. Uh, there's R and B beats. There's straight rock beats. Um, some of the production on this handled by Romderful. We reviewed his album last month, which is a great project. Terrace Martin's on this project. Medicine. Um, Rico Nasty does a, a feature. Mr. Carmack produced a couple of tracks on here. Yep, Carmack's on here. Wildfire so, for sure, and um, I believe uh, Bow. Bow. Yeah, oh. the first track. Yeah, bow. bow, yep, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> B O W. That's what we're gonna call it <laughs> for sure. Yo, um, Duckworth. I remember hearing about him. Where was the? I think you had shared a track to me like two years ago. I think I can't even remember the track name. And you had yeah. sent me with him. He was featured on it. It might have been a Carmack track or something. It might have been a Carmack track. Or it was something like that. Um, and I just remember you sending me a track with, with him on it. And I had thought it was the producer Duckworth, and it is. So the first time I had heard of this dude, and remember, uh, Polly, last year when we went to uh, the UMS festival, he was there last year and we didn't get to go. But um, yeah. he had did he, the first time I had heard of him was actually his beats. I didn't even know that he rapped or anything. And then you sent me a track that he was on that he was rapping. I've only known him from beats and I heard him through some like underground shit, you know, selection kind of rabbit hole 
And that's where I kind of heard of him, but I didn't really check back into him, you know? And then next thing you know, we hear this and we see this project of the falling man and Polly sends me this track and it's like a rock joint. And I was like, yo, this sounds like that Denzel Curry cover. (laughs) And he just, but he's spazzing on it though. And it's like, damn, this dude really done found something that's just crazy. And I think I love how black people are starting to retake all of the shit that we created. <laughs> <laughs> starting with Lil Nas X. Yeah. Starting with, Hey, fuck it. it dude's a goofy, but Hey, he did it. He, he, he reclaimed some shit for the black people. Um, you know, Darius record been running it, but still, he don't claim him. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Lil Nas X, like he's goofy, but I wouldn't go tell him that he's goofy. The dude looks like he's like, He's at least like six, eight, six, nine, right? <laughs> He's a big lanky motherfucker. I know that, yeah. <laughs> like I seen uh, Anderson Pack brought him out and he was standing right next to him and Anderson, I, I think he's like six foot, six two or something and Lil Nas X is just towering over him. Right. <laughs> Man. <laughs> this is a damn mess, yo. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Duckworth, <laughs> Duckworth, it was definitely on on some genre bending stuff just like uh, Polly said. It, it he definitely pushes the boundaries. You got to be able to open your ears and actually listen to it. Cause the bars that he's spitting is actually really cold. Yeah. Um, it's just that you got to really open up your eyes and listen, uh, open up your eyes. Fuck. Open up your ears. Open and up listen your eyes and listen. <laughs> that too, man. Open up your eyes and listen. You got to get that third eye to open. <laughs> um, you really got to listen to what, to what's going on. And it, it's really a dope project, man. Really clean. Um, I think, uh, a lot of people will sleep on this album. I don't think a lot of people will pick it up, uh, but there will be the ones who are woke enough to see it and uh, and listen to it. And you're going to be like, damn, this dude is dope. I hope he comes back to Denver soon because I, I really like the the project. Uh, really clean. Um, th- pretty much every track I, I was feeling. I didn't really have one that I wasn't feeling or anything like that. So um, yeah, I, I, like, I really like Nobody Falls. Uh, yeah. I think that's a really clean track. I think that's a really, really clean track. And he has some videos out. His videos are super wild too. Um, you should watch his videos on YouTube. And it's Duckworth, D-U-C-K-W-R-T-H. So no O. Yeah, no O on there. Yeah, so check that one out, The Falling Man. Uh, next one I want to talk about, she's a singer. I was reading she's originally from France, and then she grew up in Djibouti, and now she's based out of Montreal. It's Shay Leah, S H A Y L I A, two words, Shay Leah. Yep. Dangerous. Uh, she first came on my radar. She got, it was my favorite feature on Katronada's debut album, 99.9%. Yeah. Leave Me Alone was the song that she's on on that one, if you never heard that. But Shay Leah, she got a really dope voice. And this album, Dangerous, uh, you know, we're talking about the Duckworth Project with the great production and producers on it. She has the, the you know, some of my favorite up-and-coming producers working on this one. Mr. Carmack, again, uh, just like on the Duckworth album, he's got a track on here. Catronata produced a couple of tracks. Pomo produced a track on here. Um, so this this Dangerous EP it lives up to its name. Yep, and also a BBNG. Yeah, um, bad, bad, not good. How can I forget them? Yeah, you bad, 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 not good on here too. Really dope, fast project, yo. Um, 
I feel like the Montreal scene is super heavy uh, right now. They got a lot of vibes. You know, we talked about Potato Head people last year and some of our favorite albums. If you've ever followed mm-hmm. us on IG or anything like that, Potato Head people from Montreal, of course, uh, Kate Nada and Lou Phelps from Montreal. Yeah, Bad, uh, Bad, Not Good also. Bad, Bad, Not Good as well. So you're talking about some really, really dope produ- uh, producers who are just from that area and they found – Shaylia, who's again from Djibouti, <laughs> I always laugh every time I hear that. And that <laughs> how can you not? Yeah, exactly. It's such a fly ass album. No Voodoo with Buddy is my favorite song. It's really hard to not to not like this song at all. Like if you're if you don't like this song, you're a fucking hater and you just don't like music. Like, um, yeah, and Buddy's really insane. dope too. Yeah, Buddy Buddy is one of my favorite LA artists. No doubt. Uh, definitely had one of my favorite projects of last year as well. And um, definitely, I thought he brought it on that track. And of course, anytime you got Katrinata and Bad Bad Not Good on a track, I mean, they're always magic. I got a few of their collaborative tracks and they're always fire. So you get that and then you add her, just her, her sultry voice to that. Man. Uh, Shaylia Dangerous is definitely a dangerous EP. Uh, <laughs> it's one for the ladies, and if y'all ain't feeling that, man, y'all, I'm telling you, you're gonna open up your fucking ears because we putting on some some heat of projects. Uh, y'all gotta definitely le- listen to all of those tracks um, that we've even mentioned. So yeah, definitely Shaylia, uh, hot hot ass album. That shit just dropped what two weeks ago. Um, yeah. So it's really like right in the middle of getting to the summer, uh, she drops that perfect DP for the ladies out there. So definitely go download that and go listen to that and feel good. Let us know what you know, uh, what you think about that for sure. Heck yeah. Uh, next one I wanted to cover is one of my most anticipated albums of the year. And I definitely lived up to the expectations I had of it. Um, this one's Flying Lotus, Flamagra. Yes, sir. Absolutely. The the low key dope god. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Flying Lotus, man. Fly low. The first time I heard him, I think it was back in two thousand nine. Um, especially dealing with my with my brother's Clear Soul Forces. Uh, they took one of his beats and used it on their uh, opening mixtape that they dropped. And I asked, I was like, "Yo, what beat is that?" <laughs> like, I need to know right now what track. <laughs> I need to know what, where'd you get that beat from? And they told me what it was. And uh, ever since then, I've been a fan. And yo, fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's fly low. And if you're talking even going back to 2006 shit, his shit is so futuristic. Like his stuff from 2000 in the 2000s was, is good now. Like it, yeah. <laughs> it's stuff that you can play right now. And it'd be like, damn, is this new? No, it's fucking 2006. Um, he's way ahead of his time. He came from like that that Dilla era almost like he was at the trail end of Dilla's career and in, in life, but he that's when he like really started to blow up and really you know he used a lot of influences, but then also influences from uh, Sarah, who we talked about briefly just not too long ago with Tyler the Creator. Sarah definitely we've talked about on the show before. Um, Flylo is under that that same umbrella, same pretty much um, as well as you know with Thundercat and everything like that. So. Um, you're talking about one of those dudes, man. He's one of those dudes and he's low key, kind of like Ardilla. Um, I yeah. kind of put him in that and almost in that, like, uh, what do you, what do you call that? Like, a uh, 
damn, I don't even know the word that I want to say for that. But it's kind of like he's like the the low key goat kind of shit. You know, everybody yeah. everybody has Dilla in their top five. Like there's <laughs> there's not really anybody there. Uh, Flying Lotus, when it's said and done, I think he will be kind of that kind of producer for this for this generation. Yeah, um, and it was like you know that that Dilla the sound that Dilla was making when he was making it was really experimental, really pushing it. Um, right you know, pushing the boundaries of music. And then it was kind of a, you know, you don't know what you got till it's gone kind of situation. And when Dill is gone, like he's probably the most copied producer after that. Right. Um, But yeah, Flying Lotus, I would definitely put him up there in terms of experimental kind of music. I would say him, Mr. Carmack and Eprom are probably the, the three biggest names to watch the three best like musical ears. Right in terms of pushing the sound and I loved this album Flamagra. Um, it, some of it just kind of sounds like a movie score. Like, you know what I mean? If you're out and doing yeah. shit in this playing in the background and uh, some of the songs actually were used from his movie, uh, Kuso that he dropped a couple of years ago. Yeah. Amazing list of features on this album. Solange makes another appearance. She's, she's low key becoming a, one of the top background performers of the year putting you know working on all these amazing projects yeah i find that really dope too i find that super fucking dope that she's she's messing with everybody like that like she's doing shit beyonce wouldn't do that's just because she's not at that level so she gets to experiment with a bunch of dope shit but yeah (laughs) yeah she's working with the best of the best Um, yeah my favorite track on all of flamagra flamagra was fire from top pretty much it was from lagra from top to bottom (laughs) yeah and it's kind of what flamagra means but that just means fucking fire to me so yeah so flying lotus uh flamagra he said this album is about fire um he had to evacuate the la wildfires last year Oh shit. So that was kind of like the the theme of it. And then he had some friends that were actually DJing. If you remember that warehouse in Oakland that burned down where like a bunch of people died. Like yeah. 30 some people died. It was probably like three or four years ago. Yeah, I remember that. There's like the state there that like it was like an artist's co-op kind of a, a place, like a barn, it looked like. And it just burned up with like five hundred people raving in there. It's crazy. A bunch of people died. And he knew people that were like DJing there that night. So the album's kind of inspired by fire. Uh, one of the craziest tracks, it kind of, the album kind of is cut in half. It's 27 tracks in total. The 13th track is Fire is Coming. And it's uh, just a crazy record uh, narrated by David Lynch, uh, yeah. who made like Twin Peaks and shit. This is really creepy, but it's kind of crazy and it changes the tone. And right. the second half of the album after that, as amazing as the first half album of the album is, uh, with amazing features from Anderson Pack, George Clinton, Little Dragon, Tierra Wack, Denzel Curry. The second half of the album is just some of the most amazing music I've heard all year. Right. Real talk. <laughs> Real talk. I mean, just, yeah, top, top to bottom. I mean, and it's 27 tracks. Um, if you read the bio that he has on on um, <clears throat> on Apple Music, he literally gives you a breakdown of almost every track. Um, you know, he even has the Mac Miller um, tribute that he has in there. I love it. It says it's the track. Thank you, Malcolm. Um, really, really dope. Really sentimental. And he puts all of that within there. Land of Honey with Solange is probably my favorite track out of that. The whole thing. Yeah. And that's a hard to say with all the tracks that was on. There. And Thundercat is playing bass on everything. So there's yeah. some parts where you're just listening to this album and you just hear the bass is 
spazzing out. That's the amazing Thundercat, who's I think a top five musician on the planet right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. In my eyes. Yeah, well, and he has Toro Imoy on there too, and then, I mean that's just just as crazy. Like <laughs> he's definitely somebody who slept on at least uh, from my opinion. Toro Imoy is like so dope. Um, yeah, and he's got him on a track. I mean, it, it, just so much, just so much. Uh, Shabazz Palace is on here, makes an appearance. Shabazz Palace is, uh, we got to see, I know I got to see at the Lauren Hill concert in Denver and it was Fuego. <laughs> um, yeah. I was just like, damn, Shabazz Palace is like, this shit's dope. Um, but just, just really, just really pushes the boundaries again, kind of a boundary pusher. Um, but he kept, he, I think he kept it more in the hip hop lane this time for sure. Um, really reminds me of some Dilla-esque type of stuff, but just on a further level. Like I think he even helped grasp and transform it even further than that because the type of sounds that he uses, um, I don't see anybody else who could use those kind of sounds. And I'm, I don't know what these obscure ass sounds are, but he finds them and he uses them and he uses them very well. So, ah, man, it's just, ah, Flamagra. Definitely probably one of my top three favorite projects of the year so far. Absolutely. I'll agree too. If, if not my number one project. If not my number one, I kind of have one of these next coming up as one of my number ones right now, but there's so many, <laughs> <laughs> man, that's, that's just, that's just part of it, man. We still got a whole list to go. Um, we're going to go ahead and drop some music though. And then we're going to come back and we're going to get to the second half of the album. Right now, man. Y'all stay tuned. This is the end Welcome back. I hope y'all was digging that music, yo. Uh, we still got some albums to go over, man. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah. got, we got a ton of music, and this has literally been in the last month. So, I mean, you can't really uh, fault us for what we got out here. This is everything that we've we've either found or has literally dropped in the last month. And 
these are things that y'all got to go listen to, man. If y'all feeling them, leave us a comment, leave us a shout, go and share, tell everybody else, you know, we got to go pick this up. Uh, and just put some more people on it, man. We're going we're gonna to definitely keep bringing these uh, these album reviews to y'all, man. But anyways, let's get into that next album review, Polly. All right, so next one, uh, it's a big release. Uh, it's coming from New York, so switch it up to some East Coast, and it's the Beast Coast. So Beast Coast is kind of like the Avengers of – New York City hip hop. It's like the most accurate so <laughs> representation. Joey Badass, Flatbush Zombies, The Underachievers, Kirk Knight, Nick Caution, and CJ Fly. So, you know, a million uh, niggas. It's like it's like the it's like the preteen Wu Tang out here. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, that it's a big crew. And so these guys uh, came a little collaborative project. I think this year is it's been a big trend we've been seeing so far is the collaborative project. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the collaborative project uh, itself again has like a lot of people uh, tied into it, like we said. And even though there's a lot of people tied into it, um, definitely it, it seems to work together. Like it, these dudes seem like they've been friends uh, for a long time. So uh, that's definitely something that that uh we wanted to talk about because for one east coast rap is like uh been dying pretty much yeah and these, and these cats are the ones that are trying to keep it alive especially That's new york city know. especially new york city rap uh there's been some east coast rappers that have kind of got a little bit of shine here and there like meek mill's been getting pretty big over the past couple of years right but uh new york it's kind of I mean, there's dudes doing it still but it's not how it was Right. This yeah. it would never be like how it was, but you're absolutely right. right. Like these these cats are like at least the 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 better of when we're talking about East Coast rap and not only that, just New York rap in general, because of course New York is uh one of the meccas or is the mecca of hip hop and you you have to have accurate representation and we already know that the East Coast has been almost jacking the South for a while there. Uh everybody's on the <laughs> trap beat shit. So there is no um, almost definition of what you call East Coast rappers or anything like that. Of course, you have the fabulous and stuff like that, but they never drop solid, consistent projects. Um, at least when you got like Joey Badass, who helped really bring this collective together, uh, along with the Flatbush Zombies, you know, Nick Caution, things like that. Um, it's a really good collective. I kind of like it. And it kind of does remind me of Wu-Tang a little bit, except for they're all in their own. They definitely are pushing their own, but then they come together and do the Beast Coast. And it's a really dope project, man. Yeah. And these dudes have all been supporting each other. I've seen a bunch of them live in different combinations of, of all of them. Like I think I've seen the Flatbush Zombies and the Underachievers on a bill. Uh, right. So, you know, it, it's definitely, they complement each other very well. The tracks, you know, don't drag on for too long. They don't put every single person on every single track. So they kind of mix it up properly. I think this is a great album. Uh, one of the best East Coast hip hop albums that have dropped so far in 2019. Real talk. Uh, uh, problems is my favorite track on there. I fuck with problems. Problems. Yeah, yeah. I liked problems. I liked uh, far away as well. Yeah. Far away is pretty good too. Yeah. I, I, I followed that one. I'm pretty with that one too. Um, Coast clear. I liked as well. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a good project. I mean, uh, not bad by any means. Um, just not of course when you have like 80 million cats on one album it's not it's not always going to be like of course one fluid big project because there's so many different voices and different rappers and different takes on every track but 
um, looking at the overall scheme of things, it's definitely still a solid project. And, uh, you know, they, they kind of are that new representation of, of the new New York uh, when it comes to rap and these cats trying to actually get in a rap. Um, you know, they're trying to kind of fuck with the ASAP mob because ASAP is huge, but ASAP don't really have that. Um, I don't know. They don't, they don't have that when it comes to this Beast Coast shit. Like a Beast Coast album is better than, to me, an ASAP collection. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think, I mean, like ASAP Rocky is really good, um, but yeah. they don't, they're not as consistent, I guess I could say. Yeah. They're not as consistent. It's like the only other dude behind him. And even then, yeah. it still sounds like a Southern cat on some of the tracks anyway. So, or he's rapping like, you know, on the trap shit and all that, which is fine, but he doesn't sound like a, you know, New York rap shit. Like he doesn't right. sound like that. So, Rocky's the closest and then of course you got Joey Badass who's also featured on each other's albums several times you know uh, Joey Badass and ASAP is actually pretty pretty dope together and they're, they're you know friends with each other um, you know it's one of those things but the Beast Coast is actually a really solid project together it, it kind of gelled well together at least in my opinion yeah I like the two definitely check it out if you like hip-hop check out Beast Coast Escape from New York Yes, sir. On to that next one, man. All uh, right, so next one, um, go back to the West Coast. I'm glad that this album came out and it was as good as it was because I wasn't as big a fan of his last project. But YG just dropped For Real, For Real, uh, album cover he wrote in loving memory of his friend Nipsey Hussle. Yep. Rest in peace to Nipsey. I know YG delayed the release of this album by a couple of weeks because of the unfortunate passing of Nipsey Hussle. But... Um, this is like back to that YG we love right here. That's still brazy kind of YG, but a little bit slower. I would say the beats are a little bit slower. Still got mustard. Uh, it's just always like that combination of mustard and YG together. Yeah, of course. I think he had a little bit more different production on it too. Cause I remember hearing, um, you know, YG on there for sure. And uh, mustard and I've heard a couple mustard tracks on there, but I didn't hear it as much. I think he started to branch out a little bit, I, but it's still that old G funk shit. Like that's what's dope. <laughs> it's still that G funk shit. Um, you know, he, he, he brought it and with the types of tracks that he did have, I was very, uh, very happy that he kind of brought it back. I was, I was uh, the only thing that I will knock on this is that, you know, I don't know if I see enough versatility from YG, but I think that's just what it is. This is his lane. Um, I remember when Snoop kind of did did his little venturing a little bit. I think he might need to do that just to venture a little bit more. He does have more trap beats on here, I think, than he does on any of his previous albums. Um, kind of what, what stood out to me is it really sounded like he's working on his storytelling here. And yeah. It's getting really good. Like, uh Keisha had a baby. He's a great. Yeah, Keisha had a baby. I was gonna say that one too. <laughs> I like that. It. It's like <laughs> modern day Brenda's got a baby and shit. Yeah, I really like that a lot. Yeah, uh, hard bottoms and white socks. I hard bottoms and white socks was probably awesome. my favorite track on there. Um, really tough track. He went real. So he went super hard on the hard bottoms and white socks for real. But then he got those party bangers, of course, like Bottle mm-hmm. Service and Go Loco. Um, you know, those are the thing. And then of course he got Stop Stop Snitching. Was one of his biggest tracks out there. Um, yeah, do your dance. You. He always got to do your dance. He always got like a blood, blood like a B walk kind of dance. What was his so, first one? A pop lock and rock, drop it. <laughs> no, no. Was, that, was that YG? Nah. What was the, the booted? 
Toot it and boot it. Toot it and boot it. I, I apologize to Stop Lock and Drop It, whoever that was. <laughs> uh, stop yeah. Lock and Drop It. That was a uh, – who was that fuck that? I can't even remember his name now. <laughs> I had his album and everything, yo. Because um, that shit came out in like 2007, yo. I, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about, but that nigga fell off so fast. Toot Anyways, it and, uh, <laughs> and boot it was his first big joint that he dropped uh, that really took over because of – it was like a dance dance craze type of thing. So yeah, but then he dropped my crazy life after that, which is one of my favorite rap albums of the 2010s. Oh yeah, for sure. But he brought that whole sound back. That's when he brought that whole G funk. Like nobody was doing that shit in general, and he was the only one that brought that shit back full fledged. Like that G funk gangster West Coast vibe shit. Like that's that's what I love about YG. That's why I'm like, you know, I, I want to hear something different from YG because I feel like he can definitely do it. But at the same time. That's his lane. Like, he sounds like... Yeah. Well, last year, the one he dropped last year was kind of sounding like it was trying to get on the radio. Trying yeah. to be more pop. Yeah. Um, I think just stick with, with Mustard. St- stick to that G-Funk and, and just do your thing, YG. Do your thing. Do your thing, YG. Do your thing. And he always got some song that is like some B-walking shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that track and Do Yo Dance. So like, Do Yo Dance is probably my other favorite joint on there because Do Yo Dance is like the, that dancing that dancing shit. Like, I, I love how he kind of gets down on it. So, yeah, I'm I'm with it, man. YG definitely brought it. I'm glad that, uh, you know, he took a moment to mourn his brother. I think that's really dope. Um, and he even shouted out a couple times. He said, you know, I'm that – I'm red Nipsey the blue like you know he he actually like really loved that dude and I, I think that's really dope especially coming from rival gangs and everything like that like I definitely think that uh that shows his maturity as far as a man as well but you can't cross him because you he already heard it and stop snitching <laughs> the video <laughs> from stop snitching. funniest ass video ever if you've never yo if you've never seen YG video of stop snitching <laughs> yourself a disservice because that shit funny as hell <laughs> like the most gangsta ass video of, of like a see-through plexiglass floor and he got the rainbow color hair showing him and like going into jail the first day when you go to jail like yo i was like this nigga don't care and then what you gonna do <laughs> what you for real gonna do like a, a you in jail um and even when you get out you ain't gonna want to be known that you're out and second like nigga what are you really gonna do i would not fuck with yg on any day i think i said that before on one of the episodes I was like, I'd never fuck with YG ever in my life. No, not once. Like, if we was cool, I'm good with that. But nigga, I'm not fucking with you like that. <laughs> I'm not talking shit about you. I ain't doing none of that, nigga. Because he for real will step up to your house and punch you straight in your mouth, and hopefully you don't get shot. And then all <laughs> and all the homies gonna be walk on your face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, yo, that YG, go grab that for real, for real. That's actually a really dope album. For real, for real, for real, for real. Uh, this next one, I really like um, another kind of uh, switch up from from the last. We go from the YG shit to, uh, you know, back to some R&B shit, but more on some really dope, just uh, grown and mature type of shit. I like a lot is the Lucky Day, Lucky D-A-Y-E, uh, his album Painted. Really, really clean, man. Really clean, uh, especially on for the ladies, man. Again, one of those dope ones, but he got that vibe for the summer, though. It's not even necessarily for the for the ladies, per se, 100%. He just got the right vibe for the summer, man. I think he really set the uh, the bar for some summer for some summer shit. And uh, I, I know even my, like, my wife loves it because it's just a really clean album. Yeah, definitely a great album. Uh, one of my favorite up-and-coming artists. This guy's also from L.A., 
Yes, sir. Uh, it's classic soul music kind of here. Uh, it says he, he's got a crazy story too. And I read the story. It was kind of amazing to me, but uh, he was born in New Orleans and he was raised in a cult that for, forbade secular music, but he loved singing. And then after his mom left the cult, he started catching up and listening to a bunch of classic R and B uh, and really kind of just uh, loved Stevie Wonder and Rick James music. Yeah, yeah. And, and you then, can definitely hear the influences from both in their music. In their yeah. Music. So from there, uh, you know, he, he became a singer, pursued his lane. Definitely great album. Uh, my favorite track on here is Roll Some Mo. Yeah, Roll Some Mo. Yep. So this is his debut project, uh, Lucky Day. Definitely check it out. Production on this album is great from top to bottom. He's just got a, a great soulful voice. Yeah, he really does. And he's a young cat too. Um, you know, he's one of these young cats up and comers again. Uh, uh, kind of got his break. I remember hearing him. Uh, we were just finding some music and we heard one of his singles like not too long ago, maybe like a, like a year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so like a year or so ago we heard of him. Um, I think the first time I heard him was on a buddy feature. Maybe I think that's what it was. You are um, right. I think he did feature on a buddy song. Yeah. And I think that's the first time I heard of him. And uh, yeah, I was like, shit, this dude, uh, this dude is actually pretty dope. So, uh, you know, just kind of go back to the vibes. It's really, really well put together project as well. I mean, he's just, uh, he's just trying to give a lot of his, uh, perspective definitely don't need to you know love you too much you know he's talking about he, uh, he loves you too much that it's kind of crazy you know that type of stuff like I'm sure everybody can go through those and uh, yeah I mean I like the album pretty much top to bottom um, I, I, I really didn't change a song or anything like that I was definitely nah. vibing to it um, so definitely check out Lucky Day fellas you can check it out too it ain't any of those super soft shit but we gotta have we gotta have some R&B joints you know we grew up in the days of guy and all that kind of shit like that so <laughs> and act like we don't like no no smooth ass r&b type shit too um it ain't always for them so yeah just check that one out too definitely if you're riding with your lady or whatever that's a, that's a good one to put on for sure though uh, so the next one that we're gonna talk about is this one's uh injury reserve their self-titled debut i know uh this one's been kind of hyped for a little bit people have been looking forward to this one but uh Definitely a great album to check out. It's uh, Hip Hop, Injury Reserve. They're from Tempe, Arizona, I believe. Yeah. Uh, they're a rap trio. It's kind of like some old school hip hop a little bit. Well, say. definitely a new, a new twist, though, because a lot of yeah. their music that they do are at least the, the producers that they mess with on the album, like, uh, again, kind of push the boundaries, too. So they kind of have, like, a different um, sound on there. That's uh, not really uh, something that you would hear, at least that I, I know I haven't heard in a while. That kind of again pushes the boundaries. Um, I think it's it's a really uh, fun project. Uh, mm -hmm. Definitely the the one track from Injury Reserve. Um, and I'm trying to find it. So Thanks. my my favorite tracks on there were uh, Gravy and Biscuits, Karuna and Lime is a really good uh, a track too. Yeah, Freddie the Freddie Gibbs feature, uh, Wax On was a good one. Yeah, the yeah that's the first one that we heard on there was that Wax On that you had sent me. I remember that uh, for sure. Uh, Wax On was dope. Jailbreak the Tesla is my favorite joint. <laughs> Jailbreak the Tesla. The Tesla, yeah, it's 
crazy. As well as I, I've been fucking with Amin a lot. Uh, I like Amin's flow. Um, I think he's really dope. And uh, uh, yeah, that that's probably my favorite track on there. I really like that yeah. uh, that sample that they use for that one. Jawbreaker is really dope too, especially Rico Nasty. Rico Nasty came with that with that flow on there. Um, that yeah. I really like. I like top when to she bottom. Top to bottom, great features on here. Dram, Rico Nasty, uh, Emin. Definitely love what I've been hearing from him lately. Freddie Gibbs, obviously one of the coldest MCs out there. JPEG Mafia, he's had a couple of great features lately. Hell yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, I kind of slept on that dude, but the stuff I've heard recently from him, I've been pretty impressed by him. He, he's pretty versatile. He's pretty good. He's kind of growing on me. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of growing a little bit. I, I feel you there. I was trying to struggle. I was kind of struggling on on him to begin with too. But yeah, I'm starting to see a little bit more out of him. A lot of it too is like I'm struggling because his name is fucking retarded. Um, <laughs> no offense by that word, retarded. But JPEG Mafia, that's like the dumbest name. It's that, it definitely sounds like he'd be an EDM Chad. <laughs> for a while there, I thought that's exactly what he was. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, come up with some better names, right? Your picture mafia? What are you, the paparazzi, bro? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much what the paparazzi is. Is the JPEG mafia? Yeah, he calls the paparazzi on his damn self. <laughs> Injury reserve. <laughs> Injury reserve. Definitely a different kind of sound. Definitely the, these cats are on the come up. Uh, shout out to Arizona, the music they're making, but some great shit. Check out this Injury Reserve album. Yeah, definitely check that out. Go download that. Uh, let us know what you think about that one. I think that one's going to kind of fuck up some people. They're going to be like, eh, I don't like that shit, but I really want to see what people think about it. So, yeah, go peep, go peep that IR, Injury Reserve. Every time I hear that, I'm just like I'm thinking of baseball and shit and they, how they change <laughs> IL and shit. I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here. This, this is called the IR, dog. I don't understand what Injury Reserve have to be trained. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, go check that one out for sure. Uh, the next album we kind of wanted to touch on um, is actually the one that I definitely brought up because I'm feeling it um, can sound a little repetitive at, at some points because the song maybe carried on a little too long. But uh, I, I like it, though, because if you're just like super, uh, you know, jacked up on whatever and you're just like <laughs> chilling, bro, you don't even notice it. It's just like the same beat is vibing for a minute. And that's uh, <laughs> I, I don't give a damn. I like it. It's a. Uh, European producer known as Dom Funk actually coming from France, bro. Uh, and we, me and Polly talked about that for, for a minute. Um, them French artists be killing it, Doug. Like, uh, you can't sleep on those guys. They pretty much run the world. <laughs> those French guys run the world. Yeah. And Montreal too. And they speak French. So it's kind of yeah. crazy. Um, but I don't know, just something in the water, something in the air, something in the vibes, something in the Molly or something in, in France. Right, because <laughs> Tom Funk definitely brought the shit. Um, I think he he's definitely uh, he he actually kind of produces like some G Funk kind of sound and shit, and I really like that him coming from where he's from because um, I'm sure that sound has not really taken off super huge there, but he has. So um, he's kind of always kept it true to that. He he has uh, a lot of just like riding ass projects like that, and really this last one is called uh, STFU. So you already know what that means. Uh, two. So shut the fuck up, too. Shut the fuck um, up, too. 
that's <laughs> uh, such a funny name. But anyways, you could throw that thing on, and he got like a couple six minute tracks in there, and you just ride, you just ride to that thing, yo. I swear, on a good day where the sun's out, and you can crack your windows down and just turn your shit up. That's the type of shit you want to listen to. Um, and that's that's the type of vibes that I really like, especially for out of music. It's very uh, therapeutic. So for me, I know I like to ride into some shit that got that got some bounce to it. And it's definitely got like that G-Funk, that bounce kind of stuff, you know, that 95 BPM type of shit. Um, but with that womp, 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 you know, Moog sounds and all kind of shit. Yeah, that if, if that's what you're into uh, and synthesizer sounds, stuff like that, then you definitely need to be picking up that shut the fuck up too. Yeah, definitely. Dame Funk, uh, Legend of Stone's Throw Records. This one's, I think, on his own record label. Yep. But yeah, you know, if you like funk music, if you like dope music, check out STFU2. Yes, sir. Go pick that up and go ride to that. It's definitely summer banger music. Go, go, Go pick that up. Hell yeah. Shit's fire. And we kind of talked about this next one. Um, probably this may be my favorite album right now, um, just because it is so far. I mean, it is, it, you know what? It, it's hard to even say that because looking at everything that just dropped, that Tyler Creators in heavy rotation right now, this album is still in rotation, though. And I think it's been, what, three weeks or two weeks since yeah. when I got this one? Um, this, this one, Polly somehow slipped up and found this shit. He said he it's got an email. email. Yeah, he said he got a fucking email, and it was like this, just this, this email. Hey, check out this artist, or check out this new music, and he actually opened it. I, I just disregard the fuck out of those. <laughs> I get so many emails, Doug. Like I, I just disregard all emails. I yeah, if it's not about the money, I'm not paying attention to it, and that's probably where I'm slipping because definitely he found some dope ass shit in this. This one I got from an email from Mellow Music Group. They're a label. Yep. Um, I think Odyssey is on there. I really yeah. like Odyssey. I think I bought an Odyssey album on Bandcamp or something and it subscribed me to the Mellow Music Group or maybe it was the Apollo Brown album I bought. Apollo Brown's on there. Yeah, it could, it could be that one, I think. And then, I, I know I bought one too and I got it, but I don't pay attention to it. Yeah, this email is just like Seba Capstad some shit drops a new album. So Seba Capstad S-E-B-A and then K-A-A-P like Pauly S-T-A-D, Seba Capstad. Uh, is this Seba Capstad dropped a new album. I'm like, what the fuck is a Seba Capstad? And then like <laughs> the description caught my eye for some reason. I think it was just tra- talking about uh, how they're pushing the the neo-soul sound. And um, just really the way it was described, I was like, well, this sounds like, you know, some shit that I'm into. Um, and so I listened to it. Listen to the the first track I listened to is Africa and it was just really amazing, man. Yeah, he sent this shit to me and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Seba like, <laughs> Capstad, like, bro, <laughs> that sounds like some type of medicine or some shit, like to to heal to heal a, sta- a scab or something like that. Who knows? I was just like, "Whoa, this, this name is crazy." And then I listened to it and I was mind blown, like legit mind blown about how good this album really is. Yeah. So here's what caught my eye in this email. I'm, I just found it. And so they're like, you know, as you're listening to this album, you'll hear flashes of the greats, Badu, Georgia Ann Muldrow, Jill Scott, things fall apart, era roots, Frank ocean, flying Lotus, thundercat. And yeah. you know, I, was just, I was like, okay, well I love all those names. So <laughs> right. You've album, named all right? the top, even if it's hype. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, even if that's just your height, if that's your marketing pitch to me, I'm sold. Like, I'll do <laughs> yeah, <for> real. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe that's how we need to market it. Like, if you like the Joe Button podcast, or you like <laughs> like the Breakfast Club, we're better than all those. Fuckers. Do you like Do you like the 1990s Chicago Bulls? Listen to our shit. <laughs> Maybe we need to change our marketing pitch because that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yes. Yeah. If if yeah, if I saw if I read that email too, and that's exactly what the fuck I'm doing, I'm like, hold on. You can't be just trying to put a bunch of names together and sound like this shit sounds that good. Uh yeah. but it's that good. Um not gonna lie. Um No, it definitely sounds like electric lady sessions era, you know, D'Angelo Voodoo, yeah. um Erica Badu, Baduism kind of yeah. shit futuristic also with some of the afro sounds and things in there mm-hmm. so seba's from africa um so you know and especially with the name like cab cabstead you're like damn that don't even look like you know it's outside of the first name seba looks like that could be something from africa but the last name is like german almost yes uh, and it, it, yo like again kind of like jamila woods the pro the pro blackness kind of thing oh man uh, very powerful in this album. Uh, very, very good. Um, the first track, as Polly said, Africa, Africa is like, she's like describing her home and how it makes her feel to her and kind of changing the perspective. And as you're listening to it, it's so, it's, it's almost like you're caught up in her world of explaining it to you and what it looks like and all that type of shit. Like that's when music is at its best is when you have something that is at that feeling. Um, as, as the tempos are constantly changing in the back. Um, yeah. The as the te- tempos are just changing, you know, there's a lot of live instrumentation. There's a lot of, um, you know, ups and downs that go into it. Um, and, and, and every track is so dope. And it, again, it kind of hits like the trap, the trap almost feel even in there. Not really. Um, but more with even with so live instrumentation, but it's got that nice, that nice rhythm. And then you come into a track like playground, which is probably my favorite track in there. It's almost like almost an Afro beat, uh, kind of close to that, or even house is more even closer to house than anything. It's kind of like that, uh, house. That slowed down Catronata kind of house. Yeah. The slower BPM. That 120 to 117 yeah. kind of range. Like in there, yo, feeling real nice. Like, oh, man. When the first time I listened to the whole thing, I didn't listen to the whole thing all the way. Like I wasn't in tune like I was supposed to be. And then the next thing you know, I go back to listen to it and I'm like, yo, this shit is like crazy. I'm sitting on my lunch and I listened to the whole thing and I was like, yo, this, this album is just ridiculous. Um, how nobody knows about her, I, I don't know. I don't understand, even in her own country. Uh, that shit's better than probably a lot of just music across the world in general. And not only that, she also starts speaking in her native tongue. So I like that even more. Like yeah. she intertwines the the English with, with her native tongue um, that she uses and it's like, damn. And she made it like real dope. Like it wasn't like it was some slouch ass shit. Like that shit came out super sick. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I mean, it, it's got that jazz vibe to it. I think it's got a full jazz band. From what I understand, it's uh, the chicks from, I think, South Africa. There's a, a black vocalist as well from Swazi. And then there's like two guys from Germany that are producing most of the the musical end of it. Yeah. Somehow they all linked up. So it's amazing. Seba Capstad, the album is called Thena. 
T-H-I-N-A. It's probably the easiest way for you to find it. Just search T-H-I-N-A. Right. And I'll agree, definitely one of the top three albums of the year that I've heard this year. Definitely something out of left field. I always love finding new shit that no, you know, that you're never gonna find. Like I don't if I didn't get that email, I still wouldn't have found this album and it's fucking amazing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Thank God for that email. Shout out to Mellow Music Group for sending Polly that shit because I get your emails too, but I'm sorry. I don't pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like... Damn the fuck out of me for like 20 years. (laughs) came at the right time. I emails from them for a long time, so I just stopped paying attention and I don't know. Maybe I'll slip it. I forgot whose album I bought from theirs too, but I was getting them for a while too. and They just go straight into my... uh, promotion file on gmail so i don't never see the shit yeah it, i mean i think the name just kind of stuck out it said seba capstat drops new album um so i'm like what the fuck is that even mean and then i look into it and then it's had like it says it sounds like all your favorite artists you've ever heard <laughs> right I mean, that's a soul <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'll give you one play let's see what you can do right, <laughs> right? <laughs> you to give, give me at least one good ass song and if you don't uh then maybe that's where we fucked up so yeah go go check it out uh the album again is called thena t-h-i-n-a go check that shit out um really gonna really gonna enjoy it um wait that's not the album is it yeah seba caps that thena oh, okay yeah no i thought i was tripping there it is <laughs> uh yeah no, I, I really liked it from top to bottom um i put this thing on and let it ride and i, I was in there uh it was in the pocket <laughs> for sure the whole entire time i didn't i didn't disappoint uh you know listening to this thing and it, it totally didn't disappoint me excuse me that's what i meant to say <laughs> um a journey yeah definitely definitely a journey um, so th- th- you got to put that down. Like you can't be doing anything and not listen to the whole thing. Just like, you know, being in a, in a calm setting, either sitting down, playing it out loud. Um, I did it while sitting in my car on my lunch break. Uh, and I listened to the whole thing. Uh, I even took a little bit longer than I was supposed to cause, oh, well, um, <laughs> cause I wanted to make sure I finished it and it, it was definitely worth that, that, that extra couple of minutes for sure to make yeah. sure to listen to the whole thing. It Check is. out Africa and Playground if you don't trust us. I mean, either of those songs, you'll be like, oh, shit, all right, I'll fuck with the rest of this. Right, exactly. Um, you know, it's a 43-minute album, so, I mean, 12 songs, you should be good. Definitely really good. And she also talks about her trials and tribulations and relationship and stuff like that and um, things like that, um, you know, trying to to – to definitely put 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 her on to the put you onto the vibe that she was feeling when she wrote it, and I I feel all of it um, from top to bottom. Thought it was a fantastic piece of uh, work, for sure. Fuck yeah. Um. So yeah, we got a couple more to to go over with y'all. So that's a lot of fucking content. I hope y'all keeping up, man. Take some notes. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to leave some, but man, there's a lot of notes. <laughs> right. <laughs> we ain't leaving you shit. You can listen. That's <laughs> from top to to bottom. You can pause it. Write this name down, whatever we spelled a lot of them for you. So you should be just fine. Um, coming into one of these other of, of the last two, I think that we're going to cover for this for this episode. Um, this was one that uh, Polly again kind of stumbled on. I think this was like in your in your daily music mix or something like that on your Apple. Yeah, it was like my new music mix that every Friday Apple Music updates. And usually I neglect it, but sometimes we go. A little run and check them out and there's usually some good shit in there based on what i listened to 
the stuff yeah. they put in that they put me onto is is really tight. And uh, both of these actually came the, these next two albums. Both of these came were found that way. The first one uh, artist is called A One or A One A W O N, and it's Sola Power, and it's kind of got that that '90s head bobbing boom bap kind of bringing that style back. Right. Yeah. Um, definitely. Definitely on that. On that. Yeah. Just that boom bap. Uh, soul power type of shit <laughs> i mean that's mm-hmm. a, that's like the best way to put it how the name of the album is soul power that's kind of what it sounds like like when you hear the name soul power for an album that's kind of what you think um and that's exactly what you hear with this album i think that he embodied it very very well uh beats and and everything else production definitely a one as his name <laughs> um i think uh he, he did some really great picking the samples on this thing was was crazy um, I think he picked some really dope shit to use to to help his flow. I don't think he's like the most ultra lyrical cat. He just knows how to ride the flow. But uh, he yeah, almost reminds me decent, decent flow. It's kind of you know some struggle bars and some come up bars. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's all, you know it's it's real. It comes from his heart. Uh, it looks yeah. like he's from Newport News, Virginia. So shout out to Virginia. Yeah. He kind of reminds me, he almost sounds like, uh, he kind of reminds me of like Sky Zoo a little bit, like, except for he doesn't try, he's not trying as hard because Sky Zoo okay. doesn't ride the beat because he tries so hard sometimes. I love Sky Zoo. I love some of his bars, but he's trying so hard that he just doesn't, he just forgets to ride the beat. And it's like, this guy kind of sounds like Sky Zoo a little bit, but riding the beat. So yeah, it actually and, works together. <laughs> and I just brought up Odyssey too. So he kind of rides the beat like Odyssey a little bit, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, Odyssey is a good one, yeah. But not at that same level. Like, I, I think Odyssey's an amazing lyricist as well. Yeah, for sure. Definitely which, on two different a, paths. A1's really dope, though, on this. It's it's really dope. It's not, you know, like cringy shit or, or whack shit at right. all. Definitely great album. Uh, Phonics, I guess, produced most of this. Okay. Um, And it's called Sola Power. Sola Power, sorry. It's And it's dope. Check it out. A1, A-W-O-N. Yeah, A W O N, and uh, yeah, that brings us to our last, our last joint. Um, this last joint right here, we actually stumbled upon last night. Uh, Polly sends us this, and you know, I actually found it in my in my playlist thing too. Um, <laughs> after you, had you? It to me. yeah, it was the same track that 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 you had said that it was sent to you. It was in okay. Mind. Um, and then finding it in there, and I just didn't scroll all the way down, so I was like, oh shit, I could have found this too. Um. Yo, this this project right here probably will be in my top favorites by the end of the year. Just from my first my first first listen last night, uh, and and well, and then listening to it again today because <laughs> it was that good. I was making sure I wasn't tripping. Uh, yo, this this project right here um, that we're talking about it comes from a new artist that we never heard of, and he somehow popped up on the on the radar. He's on the Def Jam roster, and I didn't know this dude existed. I'd never heard anything from him prior to this year. Um, and his Apple Music page, all it is is just this EP. These ghetto birds flying right over. Sorry. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway. This might be the first time that the antidote and cops are recorded at the same time and shit. <laughs> yeah, Doug, singing my whole house. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, anyways, yo, this project right here, Little Big Man. You would think it's like some some weak ass shit with a name like that, little big man from Maxo. 
Maxo, um, not Maxo Cream, just Maxo. Yeah, not Maxo Cream. Exactly. Just M-A-X-O, Maxo. He's on the Def Jam roster. Uh, fuck, this project is good. Um, yeah. Ten really. tracks. It is fucking good. <laughs> yeah, so this this one's interesting. It's got a bunch of lo-fi kind of beats on it. Um, but not a, not necessarily the kind of lo-fi stuff that, that you'll find if you're looking for, like, chill beats to listen or study to or whatever that kind of shit is on YouTube. Uh, really high quality this guy kind of he sings he raps goes in and out of them and it it's just real man real bars it's really dope too real talk um the track that Polly found and uh that he sent me was uh quick told me mm-hmm. and then i end up going to the rest of it and i just started from the top in the track called time and the producers on this shit the, the way that they pick these samples is just ridiculous um first of all the beat you know beat is a big thing that goes on, of course, as being an artist. I was a former rapper. You have to have an ear for your tracks as well. Like, your tracks need to be good and, and usually really soulful or, or really just uh, um, complete tracks usually come out to be great pieces of artwork for the for the MC. You got to be really good at your at your ear. Um, and I think Maxo has a great ear. If, if they gave him all of that ability to just do that and that's what his his thing was to to pick those and he made that project and they just didn't fuck with it uh don't fuck with his vibe because that that project just the beats alone um help carry it and then you add his flow into it man oh (laughs) from my first two listens i'm it kind of surprised me almost how that saba album last year surprised me like that's kind of where i'm at with this album like Saba okay. ended up being in my top three favorite albums of last year, and we kind of stumbled upon that shit. Same thing kind of happened here. Um, when I listened to it these first two times, I'm like, okay, yeah, this dude's legit. Um, and he kind of got a couple tracks that remind me of like some Smino type shit on there, and I really like it though. Um, I think he still sounds different. He doesn't use as much voice iteration, but still uses it, but just not as deep as, as Smino does. Um, I don't know. I, I after two lessons, I really just have that as one of my favorite projects right now. I mean, it's just, it's just like that. That's all I can say about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally agree too. This is a, a great project. Caught me off guard because I uh, never heard of Maxo or even had come across that name. Right. And just kind of going into it blind. I heard that track that was recommended in that playlist and then just went into it and you know, every song on here is fired. Not a track that I skipped on here. Definitely a five-star album for me as well. Right. All 10 tracks. Fuego. Um, <laughs> y'all got to go listen to that. Mm-hmm. We're not going to give you no bullshit-ass albums to go listen to. Um, definitely Maxo, M-A-X-O. Go check that out. It's called Lil Big Man. Um, you, you definitely got to peep that one. If, if, you like, if you like hip-hop, if you like dope beats, if you kind of not even like hip-hop, but you just like, just like a rapper who can definitely talk to you uh, spit some stuff. I think his storytelling is really good as well. Um, I, I really enjoyed a lot of the album itself uh, and just kind of the concepts of the album. Um, and definitely I'm going to listen to it again tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I'll probably continue to listen to it and just feel even more, more better about the project, but uh, just listening to it and those first two listens, I mean, yeah, absolutely out of all the ones that we listed i would definitely put that in the top three that i've listened to for sure and it's all right i don't know there's a lot of ties for that i mean when you got flying lotus you look at flying lotus that maxo uh tyler the creator 
Akiba, uh, excuse me, Siba, uh, yep. Capstead. I mean, just those right there, those five alone are, are, are just really good albums. Uh, hard. It's kind of a toss up right at this point when it comes to who could be in the top three right now. We told you we had two tracks this week. So now we got to give you the second track of the week. Um, absolutely phenomenal project. Again, we're talking about from the Maxo project, man. Um, uh, if you listen to any of the episode, then you know definitely that we hyped this album up. I, we want you to get a taste of this album. Uh, this is probably one of the best tracks to showcase on the album. Um, really feeling this track a lot. So, I mean, that's that's all we got to say about it, man. Without further ado, Polly, unless you got something to throw in there. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's the first track from the Maxo album, Lil Big Man. It's called Time. It kind of sets the pace. It kind of is the uh, the thesis of the album, tells you what, what to expect going forward in all the other tracks on this and in time it's the opener of the album the best track on the album and it's our second track of the week
up, y'all? Again, we back. Tag team back again. <laughs> <laughs> bringing that shit back tag team which i know about that that whoop there it is motherfucker we about to bring him back again though we, we there it is we, we we back again you know what there's one that we did we did actually skip on this that, that we forgot brother and i just remembered um was the megan the stallion yeah yeah we go over that megan the stallion dropped a new album uh fever yeah that is called? i actually i actually fuck with it a lot yeah, we talking about like some ratchet shit or whatever. I actually yeah. like it a lot. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I mean, everybody has their guilty pleasure, right? Like everybody likes yeah. like their shit. That's like, you know, you shouldn't just be like avidly liking it, but you have to. You got to ride for her. She's real. Uh, she can actually spit, and she reminds me of really. And I've been telling Polly this since I since I heard, especially the album was like, yo, she sounds like the female Project Pat. Like I, that's, that's who she reminds me of. And as yeah. a big fan of project Pat, I've been a project Pat fan since the early, uh, the late nineties. So it's probably like 99 is when I first heard of him. And up until that point, um, laying the smack down, Getty green, like, yeah, that's, that's what she reminds me of. Uh, especially when I heard her track like pimping and, um, <clears throat> Of course, then you, you you got her main big old freak is her main track and everything like that. <laughs> she just reminds me of fucking Project Pat, and I love that shit. <laughs> a female Project Pat is the best thing that I could ask for, like outside of having Project Pat himself. And I think he actually featured on one of her tracks, um, like on a remix of a track or something like that. So I, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Um, definitely a dope ass album too. Let's not sleep on Megan Thee Stallion. I actually support her shit a lot. Um, because I think that she actually has a really good project there. Um, she, she, she keeps it South. I mean, that's just what you got to ask for. She's like a true representation of what the South music is like yeah. she's from Houston. So you, you got to represent it right. And she really represented it in the right way. She reminds me of like that Memphis Houston kind of sound. That's exactly what it is. It doesn't sound like Atlanta to me. It sounds like that pimp and shit, like a UGK kind of kind of thing you know they they from houston and port arthur of course but port arthur's where they're from and houston is uh who soaked that up and all that game um that's who she kind of reminds me of like in that kind of realm so um yeah what did you think about it i liked it a lot i definitely like that you know turn up kind of music that southern music as well um I really liked uh, Pimpin' on here. I like that Cash Shit track on here as well. Yeah, cash Shit is a good track. The uh, Baby, he seems to have pretty good features. Kind of eh on him. We talked about him a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of eh on him, but I can definitely see if they put the right push behind him, him becoming like the, the next kind of Drake. Yeah, I can see that. Um, But... I don't care for Drake, so that's not giving <laughs> the baby a compliment by any means. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, uh, Reeler, Reeler is a dope-ass track. Uh, yeah. Hood Rat Shit. <laughs> hood I mean, rat come shit. on, man. Hood, hood Rat Shit. I mean, that tells you what it's all about. but Exactly. That's the, that's the second track. You're going into some Hood Rat Shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, I mean, we've talked about female MCs and female MCs on the come up. And we talked about Megan Thee Stallion. And this is a, a definitely a great project that showcases her talent and uh, showcases that next generation to carry the torch for Houston, man. Yeah, for real. And I mean, you could really see how she can spit too. If you, if you check out the last track, um, the running up for, uh, freestyle, um, she can actually flow. Like I would say she could body a lot of these female rappers though. Even, even though they, especially I remember, Growing up, listening to I all I listened to was southern music, and people used to say the southern rappers wasn't keeping up 
with, you know, the East Coast rappers and stuff like that. You know, actually, they kind of was. It was just slower tempo. Um, they kind of did it in their own way, talking about the, the ways that they had down in the South. And that's she kind of keeps that, that same tradition up, especially for the seven females. Like, uh, people listen to City Girls. Um, she fucks City Girls all the way up just by herself. She can outwrap both of them bitches. <laughs> like, she, she outwraps both of them. So, it's like, yeah, she keeps that up. Um, to me, that's how it was. Like, I was a big Pimp C fan. I think Pimp C used to rap circles on the table. Of course, Outkast. I think Outkast and Andre 3000 could rap circles out of a lot of niggas. Um, oh, then yeah. That's how it was. And people slept on them, though. People slept on them all the time and didn't say nothing about that. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion isn't being slept on, though. Um, and I really like her music a lot. I think she's going to be actually pressing Cardi B here shortly for the slot. I, that's just my, my opinion. I think that she can do that, though. Um, she has just as much marketability um, because, you know, the only difference that Cardi B had was that she had the TV show. If Megan Thee Stallion was on a damn TV show, she'd probably be fine. She'd probably, like, blow up even bigger than Cardi because she can rap better than Cardi, at least in my opinion. They both got distinctive styles and distinctive voices. So, um, But I think she can really, she's going to be pressing her for those for those slots, though. Megan Thee Stallion is going to be pressing her. So uh, keep a watch out for her, man. Yeah, I definitely I like Megan better than Cardi. And um, I don't think Megan's raped any men or drugged them either. So she got that going for her too. I hope. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she got to. She talking about pimping in her song. Shit, what the fuck? No, I mean, she probably tells a nigga what to do. <laughs> she, got, she got tracks named Ratchet and Hood Ratchet. So yeah, exactly. You know what this is? She she telling yeah. niggas what to do. She, it's not the other way around. She ain't got to drug nobody. <laughs> No, she's she a stripper too. Don't don't get it fucked up. Megan Thee Stallion got her got her 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 stacks in the game too. If she going she knows better right now. She ain't gonna say that shit right now. So just don't say nothing like that. Um, but yeah. So uh, we appreciate y'all checking in. I hope y'all understood and liked a lot of the music and everything. Um, y'all check it out and let us know what you think. Let us know what you think and uh, let us know how you feel about these albums, man. We definitely want some of your feedback. It'd be really dope. Yeah, let us know what your favorite album was uh, out of the ones that we had mentioned here. Yeah, we covered a lot and touched a lot of bases, but we're only going to share the real shit. We ain't going to go over and review albums we don't like or put shine on on shit we don't care about. We're just trying to put you on to to good shit that you might not see. Like we said, there's 40,000 tracks dropping every fucking day. No way to keep a hold of them. I mean, I could only usually listen to maybe 15 or 20 on a good day, new tracks. Uh, right. Because there's a bunch of dope shit that still got to, you know, keep in the rotation as well. So right. definitely check these out. Uh, you know, I'd say the the ones to start with would be that Seba Capstad, uh, the Tyler, the Creator album, or the Flying Lotus, Flamagra. Those, those would be the ones to start with. Yeah, definitely. Jamila Woods in there too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A lot, really, of that Duckworth, man. And then, of course, that Maxo, man, there's there's a lot. There's a lot for you guys to check out. Uh, please give us some feedback and let us know what you think. I, I'd be really interested to hear what some of these people are thinking about in these tracks. So y'all let us know, all right? Um, but this has been The Antidote. Y'all like, sh- uh, like share, subscribe. Go to taketheantidote.com. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Just look up The Antidote Podcast. And uh, you should be able to find us. Oh, we got we to gotta talk about this, Polly. Our playlist just launched on both yeah. Spotify and Apple. Go look up the antidote um, on, spot, on Spotify and on Apple Music. 
if you want the link, just hit us up directly. We'll send it to you. Uh, everything that we feature for Max for track of the week, uh, we actually put it into the playlist. So every week there'll be newly updated tracks that go into there. So y'all check it out. Polly finds a lot of dope stuff to kind of throw on in the beginning as well. So mm-hmm. when y'all find it, um, y'all let us know and let us know what y'all think of it, man. I think, I think the playlist is super fire. We got a lot of different types of stuff in there. So you should like it. Everybody should be able to like uh, something on our playlist. So yeah, definitely let us know, follow it, um, follow the social media. We can let you know. And uh, you can see the links and all that good shit. So yeah. Hit us up. Fuck yeah. Hit us up, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Please subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. Take the antidote.com.